You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al and Brian. After that 10 to 10 7 score, when Tampa Bay got it to 10 7, Purdy was 6 for 6 for 145 yards. He leads the field goal drive at the end of the half, and then when they get the ball back, at the, at the shadow of their own goal line, handoff, 20 some odd completion to Kittle, 76 yard strike to Brandon Ayuk. All of a sudden, you're at, you're at 17 7. And things are looking good for the Niners again. Purdy was sensational. They get up big. But then they kind of let Tampa Bay back into it. The score is 24 to 14. And Tampa Bay was it 27 to 14 or 20. It was 27 to 14. Tampa Bay is driving and they have the ball wherever it had to be a 10 tennis yard line or whatever. Baker throws a beautiful pass. It was a beautiful throw to a receiver whose name I don't know. But he dives and just kind of rolls over and drops the ball. Should have been a touchdown. And on the next play, he tries to throw in the corner to Evans, Jair Brown, who again, I have a lot. Lots to talk about with Jair, and he's going to play a big role, as it looks like, Hufunga towards ACL. But he makes a great play to break it up on fourth down. Bucks don't score. Niners get the ball back. But then they let them go down again, <laughs> again, to, to get a late score. And the ball gets tipped. And there was an, there was another pass. Oh, to Kate Odden, the tight end, that Baker put right there. He's juggling the ball. Again, Jair Brown with a big play to come in with the hit. Jar the ball loose. He doesn't score. And then eventually Baker throws the ball off. I think it was Greenlaw's helmet and for the interception. So the Niners kind of let them hang around. 
And then at the end of the game, too, the Niners could have ran the clock out. They couldn't get a first down on fourth down. So they let them hang around. It was a grimy game. They didn't close it out really on defense or on offense. And the defense, to me, I thought just let they just let Baker do do too much. It felt like Baker almost threw like six interceptions in this game. It, it could have gone that way, too. But again, it was a lot, a lot of the short throws, a lot of the quick throws that, that Baker was able to hit. That worried me a little bit just in terms of it, it looks sort of previous to the buy with the defense where the quarterback was able to get a rhythm and hit a lot of short throws. But they were bend, the, bend but don't break. They got some, the 49ers defense got some breaks. And you say, yeah, it's the Bucks. They should have won the game. But for all the reasons I said, these games can be tricky. So it was big for the Niners just to come in here and get this win, get to seven and three when you have Seattle, who just lost a heartbreaker, uh, a last second field goal that they missed to lose the game. They're six and four. Geno's banged up. Kenneth Walker doesn't hurt his abdomen. I doubt he's going to play for a few weeks, probably. And Geno will see. Even if Geno plays on Thursday, he's going to be banged up with the elbow. So Niners are looking good there. But seven and three, you're in a really good spot. And I guess where I want to start with this, I got to talk about the quarterback. And, and I know, look, am I a Brock Purdy guy? I am. I, I really like Brock Purdy. I like everything he brings to the team. I like that he's calm. I lo love his poise. I think he's a perfect fit for this offense. But I feel like what you saw in this game, again, was a quarterback just playing at a really high level. If this is a Jimmy Garoppolo game, I'm not, not here to knock Jimmy. It just, it just is what it is with him. There were mistakes. He couldn't hit big plays downfield. And in a game like this, it, it might have lingered. Maybe it is only 20 to 14 and the Bucs come back. They don't have that with Purdy. And I was thinking about it during the game. So when the 49ers wanted to move on from Garoppolo, when you think back to the 2021 offseason, one of the reasons they wanted to move on from Jimmy was because of his injuries. wasn't healthy. It did not stay healthy. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Second reason was... He was limited in terms of big plays. You had all this talent on the offense, but he wasn't a guy who was going to hit big plays downfield, especially outside the numbers. When have you, the pass, the 60 whatever yard touchdown pass to Kittle last week and the 76 yarder to IU in this week, both outside the numbers. When was the last time you saw 49ers quarterback hit those throws, let alone in back to back games? It wasn't happening with Garoppolo. So what they had with Garoppolo was a quarterback who was who was very accurate with short passes, can get guys on the run, but he didn't have that downfield threat. He didn't threaten defenses downfield. He didn't stretch the field. It just wasn't there. 
and it limited the 49ers offense. His defenses weren't afraid of the long pass. So what they said to themselves is, okay, you know, they tried to get Stafford. They tried to get Watson, who Watson at the time was a top QB, Stafford at the time, you know, top QB. They couldn't do that. They said, okay, we're, we're going to trade up in the draft. And one of the reasons that they wanted Trey Lance is what he brought to them downfield. He had a big arm. He could move much more than much better than Garoppolo can. Garoppolo is a statue. So he can move around in the pocket. Kyle could dial some things up for him running wise, but he could threaten the defense down the field. And what they were giving up in accuracy. So what they were giving up in short-term accuracy, not, and I don't mean accuracy 25 yards down the field. I mean, accuracy five to 10 yards down the field. What they were giving up with that by moving on from Garoppolo to Lance, they would hope that they were gaining big playability. What they have in Purdy is they have both of those things. You have Garoppolo's short game accuracy. You have big throws down the field that you were hoping Lance was going to give you. And Purdy's escapability, he, he's, a, he's a very mobile quarterback. He can run. He can escape pressure. He does maybe not have the mobility of Lance, but he's a better runner than Trey Lance. Trey Lance fum, you know, stumbles into contact. Purdy is like both of those guys that they wanted, <laughs> that quarterback that they wanted, and you kind of push them together, and, and here you are, and you have Brock Purdy. It's just the perfect situation for the 49ers. And just, I'm going to throw, how, how can you not just keep throwing these stats out with Brock Purdy? It seems like every week there's something else that we're throwing out about him. Now, we had said that last week I saw NFL Communications put out a stat that the only two quarterbacks in their first two seasons to have three games of three-plus touchdown passes and a passer rating of 140 or higher were Kurt Warner and Purdy. Well, Purdy did that again today. So now Purdy's done that in back-to-back -back games, and it's the fourth time he's done it in his first two seasons. Brock today, 21-25, 333 yards, three touchdowns, a perfect passer rating, 158.3, which is the first time that's happened since Joe Montana in 1989 for 49ers to be with at least 19 attempts. So he basically played a perfect game today. Is, is what Brock did. It's the first back-to-back 300-yard -back game since Steve Young. He now on the season has, in 10 games, 2,662 yards, 18 touchdown passes, five interceptions, 70% completions. Um, his yards per attempt is 9.68 right now. Pretty damn good. And he came into this game with a rating of 109.9. I don't know what it is at the moment. It's going to be over 110 after this game, which which is just just sensational. What he is doing, he's on pace to throw for 4,525 yards, 31 touchdowns, and nine interceptions. That is a pretty damn good season. It would be the most yards ever for a 49ers quarterback. Um, and I know there's the 17th game, but I think actually he's on a 16-game pace to throw for more yards than any other 49ers quarterback. The doubts and the criticism and everything else that you, people want to throw at him, it's to me, guys, it's, it's over. It's over. What, what else does he have to prove? And by saying this, I don't mean that he's going to, yeah, he's going to be great every single week. He's going to throw for two plus touchdowns and no picks and have a rating of 130 or whatever every week. No, that's not going to happen. Doesn't happen at any quarterback. He's going to have ups and downs. There's going to be good games. There's going to be bad games. But the good is going to outweigh the bad with this guy. 